The prayers of the entire world are with the people of Ukraine tonight as they suffer an unprovoked and unjustified attack by Russian military forces. So starts the statement from President Joe Biden regarding the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Great to be with you here at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference in Orlando, Florida, presented by Relay Indiana. And very much thanks to them for allowing this to happen. Let me bring you this statement that came out from the president last night. It continues, President Putin has chosen a premeditated war that will bring a catastrophic loss of life and human suffering. Just so we all understand each other, right now we hear that there are 40 Ukrainian troops that have been killed, 10 civilians have been killed. You must understand that if we see, as we will see, the rolling of Russian tanks... And, and, and may I say that, that I had been saying for, for over a month, I don't see Russia going west of Kiev. I don't see them crossing the river. I don't see them pushing for the totality of the country. Uh, I, I said the other day, uh, yeah, I think I'm wrong on that. Let me say clearly, oh, that's, that's the intention. Kiev and west to the Polish border. That's clearly, obviously the intention. The loss of life is going to be staggering. Russia alone, the president writes, is responsible for the death and destruction this attack will bring. And the United States and its allies and partners will respond in a united and decisive way. The world will hold Russia accountable. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with that information. I'm not sure if I believe that's the case, because what is accountable? It's a question that Biden himself can't answer because there is no answer to the question. He has no answer for the question of what it is to be accountable in this situation. Congressman Thomas Massey of Kentucky sending a letter to the president reminding him specifically Article 1 of the U.S. Constitution grants Congress the power to finance and declare war, while Article 2 names the president as commander-in-chief of the U.S. and of the U.S. Armed Forces. This crossover was intentionally written by the framers of the Constitution, so Congress and the president would be required to cooperate on our nation's military affairs. This, of course, is the question of, are we going to send in troops? Every indication at this moment is that you will not see a U.S. troop in Ukraine. That is the right conversation, which brings us to something very interesting. And don't get me wrong, I've got more on this. I'm going to break this down further and... Things are coming fast, right? We're getting more and more information every single moment. And we have, I mean, this was over there at, at, I think it was at CNN. This was at at CNN where you had uh, one one of their reporters, uh, while while they're doing a a hit, and Allison, for some reason I can't bring it up, so I'm going to ask you to, to play that. Hearing the explosions live as they're talking uh, to, to Don Lemon, of all people, on CNN. Listen. just heard a big bang right here behind me. I thought we shouldn't have done the live shot here. There are big explosions taking place in Kiev right now. Um, I can't see where they're taking place from this vantage point here on top of the roof of the hotel in central Kiev. And I can't explain what they are. But I heard four or five explosions a few moments ago. I don't know whether our viewers or whether you in the studio there could hear uh, what, we could what, hear it, what I just heard. You could, right? Yeah. Well, we all heard it. So that, that happened. That happened live on CNN. I mean, that was that was happening. 
as they're doing the hit. But one of the questions that has come up and has become immediately political and, and in a very, very foolish way, and that is the idea of, well, should we be engaged militarily? There is nothing wrong with saying no. People have said no to military engagements for as long as we've been alive, and we span a lot of generations on this show. People say, There are people who said no to World War II. There are people who said no to Korea. There are people who said no to Vietnam. There are people who said no to the Gulf War. There are people saying no to this. Of course there are. That doesn't mean that it's the right answer. It certainly means that you're not a traitor if you should want to ask the question. It's an obscene thing to do to say to somebody, and right now what you're hearing this is from cable news towards, for example, a Tucker Carlson. And you're right. That's not the totality of news. That's not how you and I live and and breathe. But it does bring up something that's worthy of our attention. I don't have to say that Joe Biden is doing everything great 24-7, 365. I don't have to support him in this time of war. Was I supposed to support him when he was leaving Americans to die in Ukraine? Was it wrong to notice? Of course it wasn't wrong to notice. As a matter of fact, it was responsibility to notice. And also to notice how that movement, his failures there, have a direct line, a direct correlation to the Russian willingness now so quickly thereafter. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I don't think we should do this or I don't think we should do that. I think we should do something else. Zero. So don't let anybody on your social media feeds or anywhere else tell you otherwise. Of course you can have a theory and a thought, but let's go the other way with it just for a moment. You can't have the theory or the thought that everything Biden does is wrong. That's not going to get you anywhere. You can't decide Biden, everything he does, no matter what move he makes, is wrong. You have to take a look at the move and then determine whether it's right or whether it's wrong. That's what you got to do. If you start with the theory that if Biden says it, it can't be true, that's not going to work. That's going to put you in a position of absolute failure in dealing with the honesty of the situation. Here's the honesty of the situation. I don't believe without serious, serious people at play that we have any opportunity whatsoever to stop Russian aggression. When I say serious people in play, do we have American soldiers who are going to put right there in Kiev to shoot Russian corporals in the face? And that is what it will come to. So ask yourself that question. Do we have it? Does America want it? That does matter. And I argue that the answer is no. I will also argue that, and this is going to sound callous, and I don't want to be callous. People are going to die. I'd rather have Ukraine than not have Ukraine. And I believe that we should arm Ukraine. There were some interesting words from former Vice President Pence on this subject that I will play for you. Some people asking, will Pence be here at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference? And the answer is no. You have a better chance of seeing Midwest Jeb Eric Holcomb at this conference than you do seeing Mike Pence. But he had some very interesting commentary about how, how we should be further arming the Ukrainians. And a little bit of history to understand that there is a difference between political parties. There is a difference in understanding these situations. Even Democrats are coming out against Biden and against Barack Obama for their positioning on Ukraine in the past, for their positioning on Russia in the past. There's they're on American now. I thought dissent was patriotic. 
protecting Poland, a NATO ally, that's going to require forces. Ukraine is not a NATO ally. And that may have to matter. As a matter of fact, I think it does. It doesn't mean we can't help. I just don't think it means troops.